Paddy Muse acknowledges the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land in which we create and record this podcast. I'd like to pay my respects to their elders past and present, and I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening. It's a tongue twister. Okay, welcome Jack and Lilla. I'm lucky to have not one, but two members of Jet City Sports Club here with me today. I met you both recently, very recently. Um, I opened for you at your headline show the other week at Kelly's, and now I've convinced you to come on my podcast, so thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you, yeah. I end up at your house later on, after Mm. the show, um, (laughs) which... My first time, but I hear that's a regular thing that happens after Jet City Sports Club. It does tend to be the after-party house. (laughs) Yes, for most events. For most events. Our house has become that. As you mentioned before. It's a way of selling tickets as well. The neighbours are off you. Well, they love us, but I think, you know, we're we're pushing the boundaries. Mm -hmm. As I was leaving, though, I got stuck into a conversation with Jack, just kind of talking about the music industry and... The realities of what that looked like and you also mentioned that you've done 50 shows or over 50 shows this year which is insane is that true yeah i think we're as far as full band goes we're close to 50 and then a few little solo things that oh, make up that extra couple sure. of numbers <laughs> i think we're <laughs> for full band we're about like 46 or 7 a oh, yeah, couple yeah. more to go not the accounting it's been a bit insane <laughs> it's kind of fun to count <laughs> that's nearly once a week that's yeah uh, but i remember thinking at the time Wow, I want to know how you've done 50 shows this year because I know you're an independent artist. You're an independent artist, and at the time I hadn't quite fully decided on this podcast. And I was like, should I like mention my podcast? And then I chickened out and I didn't say anything. And then, like, long story short, I messaged you and I was like, actually, I want to start a podcast. Can we talk about what we started? Yeah, initially yeah. talking about at, um, late at night at the, the Jet City. I think it's after party. very important to talk about these things more so we were just saying this earlier when we were talking about the podcast it's good to have these conversations more over like oh who inspires you all that i think this is mm-hmm. a cool little yeah. space and it's interesting to talk about definitely because these are the sorts of like things that people don't really hear mm. or don't know i mean i you know there is definitely space for hearing about what artists are inspired by and everything but there's so much i feel like there's a lot of mystery the music industry and i don't want to you know be a party pooper but i want to know yeah definitely yeah. like i want to know how everyone else is doing it so i'm sure i'm assuming other people want to too yeah, yeah. i suppose the um the 50 shows thing sort of speaks for itself i if you do a lot of shows you meet a lot of people mm. and when you meet a lot of people more opportunities come up yeah and it kind of is, is a bit of like, a cycle yeah in that way games momentum games yeah. momentum it snowballs in a way mm-hmm. you play with one band you meet one person and then next time they play they'll get you again mm. or someone will see you watching that band that books another show and then um it is definitely about such. getting out there yeah, yeah definitely i guess what i wanted to start with because i'm assuming you guys aren't full-time musicians yet no <laughs> no <laughs> wish we unless were. you guys know something i don't <laughs> uh what are your other jobs? Do you have other jobs? Yes, we, we both have other jobs. Um, I work full time mm-hmm. at a um, sound house for advertising. Oh yeah, as nice. a studio assistant. Oh, have so you been there for a while? 
three oh two years two oh years. pretty solid yeah so um it works perfectly with the band and um it's still creatively challenging mm-hmm. and yes yeah, it's, it's great i was gonna ask having a full-time job do they just let you take off time whenever you want it uh, you, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> um, I, it all has to be within leave. It works really well because I found working full time actually works better than hospitality. Because mm. in hospitality and doing the band, you have to take so many weekends off um, to go to play shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then constantly, if you're NAing all the time, then you get less and less shifts. Yes. And, mm. it, and it backfires. Whereas a full time job is if if you can use your leave to your advantage as well as um you know you finish it well i finish at 6 p.m yep. and so we we play shows after 6 p.m mm-hmm. so it actually kind of works better at the, this are you point often than like running to sound check oh yeah constantly run home get changed uh-huh. out the door mm-hmm. <laughs> haven't eaten hangry yeah, yeah. so hangry <laughs> <laughs> that's me yeah and what about you jack do you have a job i'm, I'm, I'm have, the exa- <laughs> i'm assuming sometimes you do. it doesn't feel like it um I'm in the hospitality boat. So, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah, you, you know how it is. Uh, kind of between a few bars, odd jobs. I help book some venues and stuff, but mostly hospo. Um, Are they good with taking time off? Yeah, well. I guess they have. Yeah, have <laughs> that's the good thing about being casual is you kind of have that thing. I find, though, that because it is so easy to... T- I, I mean, I'm at a job now where it's easy for me to take time off, that mm. you, you don't end up making any money, though, through your non-music job because it is so easy to take time off. Like you easily sacrifice. Do you kind of know what I'm saying? It's yeah, so 100%. easy to not yeah. work. Yes. Like as yeah. Well as like- yeah. And if you have to take the whole weekend off, then mm-hmm. you miss all the double pay, which is mm. when you make the big money in hospitality really totally. is those like big Friday, Saturday nights or, or the big su- Saturday or Sunday mornings, which you'll, you don't want to do after a big gig. Yeah. Yeah. No. Wise words. <laughs> <It feels. laughs> I think I asked you at the beginning, but you, you're an independent artist. Yeah. Yeah. Independent yeah. artists. Are you one or are you a collective? I suppose we're collective. It changes. <laughs> and is that a choice or is that just kind of the way that it's is so far? Um, I think it's a choice. Originally it wasn't. And then things started going pretty well. And like, I feel like we're on an okay trajectory mm. where, we can handle things alone. Like we definitely do have help. Like a good friend of ours, Sophie helps sort of pseudo manages us a little bit. helps us bounce ideas off, off her. And that really helps. But yeah, I think it's just, it's good to have that control in, mm. in the band for now. I mean, yeah, we've obviously it would be very nice to have financial help mm-hmm. and, you know, um, more people to like, throw help us throw it out there you know more opportunity but mm. at the same time we're doing pretty okay on our own and yeah, definitely that's not to say that we don't want help in the future mm-hmm. but not at the moment it's kind of nice to like at least have a choice i feel like as well because you guys can have shown that you can do it on your own you i feel like you'd have more power one if you were to then engage someone because you don't 100% need them you've been, you've been doing it yeah we can find the yeah, right you've been doing people, it on your own you know and so yeah you know what I mean yeah 100% so you don't have any booking agents helping you do yeah wow. yeah. well I think we have a lot of good contacts at with 
within that mm-hmm. sort of world that no one really just working on us. Yeah, we're not like, like under a booking agent. Or yeah, yeah no, exactly. But we do know a lot of booking agents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're connected. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. You're connected. Yeah, yeah in a way. Uh, cool. I'm not sure if you want to, if you want this mentioned, but I noticed though that you've got some connection with Pius or Pius. Yeah, so we work a lot with um, Sophie Brown. This is f- oh right. Yeah, this is shout the Sophie out Sophie about. if this stays in the podcast. We love and her very you're much. Listening. She um we're actually on an access deal with Piers, mm-hmm. um which means that they they do our distribution mm-hmm. and um Sophie gives us a lot of advice and like helps us navigate the world yeah. like so um so no money no financial help no financial help no yeah but still but, um, obviously help. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, not paying for distribution. Mm. Uh, you pay for our distribution, so that is, I they suppose, take, a little bit of financial, though, right? Yeah. 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 It's very, it's all very are they helping, artist friendly, though. Are they helping yeah. with playlisting? That's, is it there? Um, they try and. We kind of jump between a few different things. Sometimes we use a PR company. We've been using Beehive, Ooh, who yes. have been amazing. Yeah, they're, they're really Beehive. great. They're yeah. an amazing team. Um, and then also. Sophie's also done our playlist. Or was it Sophie or Pierce? Just someone on the team, on the team yeah. yeah. Do you engage Beehive every time you've got a release or...? Um, for the last couple, yeah. Um, and then before that, we have used some other people. Well, yeah, not not even really. Like I think we had we went with one PR company beforehand and it didn't do a whole lot and there wasn't much communication. Mm-hmm. But Beehive are really great in the fact that they're always yep. checking in and like yeah you know, we really like them. someone yeah. to lean on as well i yeah. feel like with pr companies it's you know you'll you'll have had it too where like random companies will send you an email be like totally. oh like we could give you like ten thousand streams just got to pay us heaps of money yeah Whereas like, always they're sucks. like authentic actual people who care <laughs> i know you get in nice. this thing like but if i don't do it what am i missing out on but then you do it and yes, PR is a funny one. It's kind of a mm, hit and miss, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But you kind of got to give yourself the best possible opportunity. Yeah, you got to so give you, it a run. You just have to go for it, I think. You know, I've done my research. I saw it looking at your Spotify. And did you drop a EP as your first release? Because that's, um, your, that's your first <laughs> thing on Spotify, not a, not a single. Yeah, well, we. it's a funny one because we did release... We were a band for maybe two or three months and we had already released a full EP of like five songs. And then... Individual singles. Two two singles and then we dropped the rest of the EP. Yeah. And it had the worst... Album artwork album of artwork all time. Cover. It was... It was so bad. Oh, no, it wasn't even a, like... It was just art. a was um, picture of us. At Marrickville um, Bolo. And I wrote over it and pasted mm-hmm. it on. Like the it was Canva. so bad. I think we um, did it the night it was meant to... But before it was meant yeah, to come yeah, out. Yeah. I don't oh. know what we were thinking. Bit it was of a so last bad. Minute. It looked like Jack was picking his nose. It was bad. To be fair, <laughs> no, like, I really want to see it. Oh, I'll show you later, but that can't go anywhere. I was going to say, can we, can we reveal <laughs> I'm it sure again? It, well, maybe. It's probably like somewhere. Because I did see a post that was like, the EP's called September Sun, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and you're like revealing our new artwork. And I was like, interesting. I don't see many artists change the artwork once the EP is yeah. already released. Mm. Well, um, yeah, it was a it visual look very thing professional for Spotify now, and for Yeah, it looks platforms. so much better. Yeah. And we I just think wanted the look nice. Why not? Like if you can go back and change things. Yeah. Make them, mm. make them look nicer. Do you feel like if, it's helped anything? Uh, I think it makes our Made my mental health a bit better. 
Yeah. It looks clean. Yeah, and maybe when hard. other people look at it, we look a bit more professional. Absolutely. It, it really looked like a. I like genuinely a, think that EP cover is why we're not in arena band right now. <laughs> it stopped everything. But we were going to Redfern Station all the time because we would walk down to Manny's music when we just started the band. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we, so we'd meet at Redfern Station and walk down to Manny's music. Anyway. We were excited. It's really annoying that always like, oh, what's your email address? Well, and I, I'm like, is there a point system? But there's no point system about yeah. how, you know what I mean? Yeah. I always think that they're, they're getting my my details yeah, so know. that I can get lots of points. Because <laughs> I would have spent a lot of money get there. 10 bucks. Yeah. How good would that be? But there's not even that. No. Obviously, a big part of Jet City Sports Club is the touring aspect. We've said before that you've done nearly 50 shows this year. How, I know it's a big question, but how are you doing it? Are they a mix of headline shows, support slots, and are these support slots of friends or I mean you mentioned before just kind of getting out and about and making connections uh we've done a few big tours and most of them we've jumped on with other artists I saw you jumped on with stumps yeah, yeah we did a really big is one that the biggest stumps. one you've done that yeah, is the biggest absolutely. one we've done. and it was so much fun and um we also like I feel like if you go with bigger bands then you you slowly build in other areas mm-hmm. um, yeah we don't headline often no mm, you mentioned that often. Um, kind have of. you ever headlined not in sydney yeah we have yeah we've done melbourne and i guess wollongong and a few other yeah maybe that's it it's it's hard like totally unless you do that touring grind to, to like get those fans unless you get heaps of like playlisting or whatever that just kind of blows you up instantly yeah and we also did a tour with um, Kitchen Boy yeah, that was cool. um, that was last year, which was cool. But yeah, it's mostly just supporting other bands. And then I feel like it's kind of the best way to build your following. And we should also mention you've got two other members as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> Seven Dom, our dear boyos. When you start, I'm not in a band, so I don't know how the dynamics work. Do you say no matter what show we get offered, we're going to do it? Or because do you are you checking for every show, is everybody free? Or is it kind of the rule that... The band is the number one priority and then band is definitely number one priority right and i feel if someone in the band said i don't want this to be my number one priority anymore then, then that would, would they would have to leave <laughs> so, that sounds so harsh and i no, love no, the no, boys I but it's true like we You've as all a band to kind of we make all it. really want music to be our life and if you're not putting it first then you're not really giving yourself the best chance I think and we're all on the same page with that now, though. Yeah, you know. definitely. And um, and that's amazing. But Is there one of you two that mainly do the handling of the booking of the shows? Um, mostly, I'll mostly take care of that sort of thing. Just sending, like, I love... Jack's like, very good at emails. You like so admin? That, that, like, little <laughs> dopamine hit or whatever when you, <laughs> when you get a good show or you, like, email totally. for a support slot and you get it. It's like... Kind of, ch- I'm just chasing that all the time. Yeah. Like a, a nice email in our inbox that has a bit of good news. Nice. That's like the best feeling. Yeah. So you like it. And are you say- so you're saying yes to shows? On be- I'm assuming you run shows by the band, or you're just saying um, yes. Then you're like, guys, we're going on tour. Not often anymore. Like you just book them in. We kind of just know. I mean, we definitely don't take every show. We mm. kind of weigh them up. Um, what would like? Why would you say no to a show? Well, you kind of have to like weigh up 
How do I say this without <laughs> ruining anything? Well, money. Yeah, well, basically money. But at the same time, you know, for example, we played with Ruby Fields the other week mm-hmm. and it was amazing. And like the people that we got to play with was insane. And so obviously that show comes in instantly. Jack's like, yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. we'll be there. He's not. And I noticed as well, that was a few days before your first headline show that didn't that had been in a while. Yeah. But obviously, the Ruby Field show, you were taking that no matter what. Yeah. Because usually you might not do a show so close to a headline show. Yeah, we well, definitely had to check with them if we, that was We okay. got that show, the Ruby Field show first. Yeah. The, the support for that one. And so we just had to run it by the, them if we could do to the headline. Sure that was okay. Yeah. But it's Ruby Field's like, that'll sell yeah. well. Yeah. And then also yours like, sold yeah, out. Amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah. We did so sell out. Both out. of them sold out. So it was good. I mean, we hadn't done a headline show in Sydney in ages. So we'd kind of been building up to it, which was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, to be able to do 50 shows, you need to somehow find the money to be able to do that. Are you making any money from Jet City Sports Club? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you at a loss overall? No. Um, no. No. Not, a, no. not at all. We're definitely at a loss. We're at a, what do you mean? Not at a loss. Admin well, guy personally, here says no. Personally speaking, Absolutely. Yeah, that's very, what I mean. Very, Financially. The band's making money. We're just not making oh, money. Oh, right. But it's not... It, the band is not, at this point, profiting. Like, we don't make money from the band. The band money goes straight back into the band account, which pays for everything the band is related to. So it pays, so it pays for, for merch. It pays for um, PR. It pays for recording. Things rehearsals. Like that. Rehearsals, which is only a new thing. It's finally paying for rehearsals. Why um, wasn't it paying for rehearsals before? <laughs> we just we just make it a little bit more money now. <laughs> yeah, but um, I like when we go on tour, for example, that's all our own money, and so we're, interesting. We're definitely at a bit of a financial loss, and it's just at that point where you just have to weigh up. Like this tour is going to be so beneficial for the band; it's going to be like in it's going to be amazing, and so you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we you know, work other jobs because totally. you have to pay. See, I don't really consider it a loss if <laughs> I'm losing my personal money, but the band is doing good. Money. Yeah. As long as the, <laughs> the band can, the band paying for itself was, I think something that only happened maybe the, so you've about got a, a year ago. Jet City Sports Club bank account. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And it's so much healthier it than finally pays account. for itself. And wow, it's so amazing. helpful because... You know, we, we've had to seek help from family and, mm. you know, to make it happen. But now the band is paying for itself and then we can look after ourselves. That's amazing. And hopefully, yeah. you know, we well. build. Congrats, band, guys. Like, it yeah. actually Thanks. goes well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you say that you're covering yourself on tour, who's paying for flights? Is that the band account or is that individual accounts? Individual, individual accounts. Yeah. And obviously... Yeah from drum like the other members as well yeah, all yeah. Individual all accounts. yeah. so you've also made the decision everybody that's part of the band everybody's happy to cover yeah. those expenses throughout yeah. the year so we've we're all um we're equal parts equal parts the of the band when it comes to financially um getting mm-hmm. money from gigs and so yeah and for pr i mean i guess pr comes out of the band thank you yeah. pr now. comes out of the band account so that's all it's really nice being in that position now where we don't have to put our own money into the band's actual things like i don't mind paying for flights or accommodation everywhere that is a big part though flights and accommodation oh yeah yeah definitely (laughs) i think the band could pay for a lot of it but then it's also like oh 
by the time totally. we get to recording something, it's like, oh, now we've got no money. So it's totally. like, yeah. what do you want to spend your own money on, I guess? What, what's <laughs> your accommodation <laughs> standards like? Oh, uh, pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I actually do most of the booking for the accommodation mm-hmm. and I usually try and find the cheapest hostel. Your so we've hostels. had some real interesting So you're all ones. bunking in a room. Yeah. Yeah, Dom's not allowed to we've, stay we've... with the band anymore, though. <laughs> we didn't really he say snores. that. He kind of self-exiled himself because he snores he so poorly. Oh, gosh. It, it kept us awake um, when we were doing the Queensland Leg of the Stumps tour. He, we all had, um, we were staying in the same room, like full bunk bed situation. And Dom kept us all up for three nights. Oh, gosh. Um, so oh. now he doesn't. He doesn't stay in the same room as us. Not even now. Got like more money, he can afford a different absolutely room. Absolutely can stay with us. I just think he doesn't want to anymore. Yeah, it's I don't like, think it's yeah. not relaxing. For He's him taken it upon himself. But also, I mean, we did give him a lot of um, slack. Yeah, we gave him a lot. Of slack. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> ruined his weekend. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I Don't mean, you had to laugh because otherwise you'd cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So we're not in the hotels yet. That's, no, absolutely that's not. Absolutely I mean, to be not. fair, if like a hostel bathroom has like shampoo and conditioner in it, I feel oh, like we are well, that's ritzy. Yeah. Are Real you ever bunking good. in like a um, 16 bed mixed dorm with other no. people? It's just the band. Band exclusive. <laughs> band exclusive only because of gear. Oh, yeah. That's you know, you've got to have your gear <laughs> in your room and... Only because of gear we're not sleeping in a 16 well, yeah, person dorm. I mean, I had absolutely to... <laughs> not. <laughs> You know how much cheaper it would be. Surely, have you ever said? Surely, have you ever stayed in a sixteen-bed dorm anywhere? I have. I I have. Okay, yeah, you've done them. You've done your time. I think when you split something four ways, most things become okay. Yes, it actually is okay. I mean, you're even. I don't know, two and two. I feel like that even number also makes it. Yeah, Yeah, in Australia, it's like a hostel is like sixty bucks for a single person in a in a sixteen dorm anyway. So yeah. if we get a room and it's, you know, 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's actually cheaper. You're making money. Yeah, we are <laughs> yeah, making money. I guess you're money. right. Yeah. It's pretty expensive. So expensive. Own. The tours that you've been on, the support tours, are you getting a lump sum of money to come on tour or are you getting paid per show? And is each show a different amount depending on the venue? It's usually when we do tours like that, it's a fee per show, which is the same fee most of the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For all the tours we've done, it's always been the same. Yeah, you agree on it beforehand sort of thing. And then and then you get there. it when you're finished. Are you at the stage now where you have a set amount fee? Like I know some bands are like, I don't do it for less than this anymore. They've gotten to a stage where they have a set, a set fee. We um, definitely do. Um, when it comes to a headline show, someone's asking us to headline. Yeah. Um, so it's not based on ticket sales? Unless it's a ticketed show. That's a different story. Oh, if you're but playing like, if it's like, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you have, if we're getting asked to play with a big artist, obviously we're not going to be demanding yeah. money because yes. you're like, you've got to think about like the worth of the, of it's what a you're tricky one though, because yeah. the bigger the artist that I've supported, the less money I've gotten. And I, the exposures would do it for free. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they, everybody knows that, but it's yeah. still so crazy. I, think I know. There's like two, two sides to this sort of debate where it's like oh we'll pay you an exposure sort of thing which is obviously not good but then sometimes it's like we'll give you 150 200 bucks for this show but then you'll also be playing in front of like 500 people which is so worth it so much more valuable i want to ask have you had an experience with grants or 
Have you applied for any? Have you been successful for any? We were going to apply some. We were going to go overseas last year um, and we lined up some shows and then um, we didn't end up going. We ended up making a decision to just tour in Australia a bit more. Um, so we actually haven't applied for any grants yet, but we definitely plan to. Like when we go overseas. They're quite but we, we extensive and I feel like they're they a bit scary. They are. The application. So I wanted to know daunting. if you had any tips. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, no. I think there's people who like do grant writing for bands mm-hmm. and stuff, but that's another cost, though. I know. Yeah, defeats the purpose, really. Yeah. Have you always been into singing your whole life? Well, I played piano when I was a kid, but my the first thing I ever wanted to be after an acrobat <laughs> was um was a superstar. So right. I always loved singing, and then I played piano from when I was in primary school. And then I learned guitar when I was like 11. So were you doing, you were singing, doing singing performances? Did a lot of busking. Oh, same. <laughs> I don't meet many people that have d- d- did busking growing up. Where I grew up is very touristy and I felt like the tourists didn't have money to give. Yeah. So I actually went to Balmain. That's where I used to oh, go. Oh, okay. Because I felt like it was an affluent area and then it was very family orientated. So the parents oh. would give the little kids the money, go put the money yeah, in Yeah, yeah. Girls' mm. guitar case and like Saturday morning shopping, and then I also ended up. Sorry, this podcast is not about me, but I got a permit <laughs> for Circular Key as well. Yeah, I had one too. Oh, really? Yeah, did I you only did liability I only had one for one year. Yeah, yeah, and I was like twelve. I was eighteen, nineteen at the point where I did Circular Key, and I hated it. Yeah, but I had people are brutal. They I needed money, money, and Mum was like, "If you want to make money, but go out and busk." Like I don't did understand. Did it work for you in Circular Key? I um you have to get there and you have to hope that because there are only a certain amount of spots where you could busk and so you had to hope that no one had already taken the spot I think yeah mm. sometimes I was waiting around for a turn and then I think I used to get a good day I'd only do it for like an hour because I just was didn't want to do it for more than an hour a good yeah. day would be like a hundred bucks hundred ten dollars yeah. okay it's pretty good yeah. yeah it was good but like you know the emotional g up of that. Yeah, yeah circular totally. key. Yeah. I'd prefer Be to just pour beers busy. for $100, to be honest. Oh, know. absolutely. Yeah. But it was circular good. Circular key, never. Where were the spots where you... Was it circular so key I, where you mainly bust? No, well, I got a permit for circular key. I think my friend and I used to go with my like childhood best friend, Ali. Mm-hmm. And we used to sing together and play guitar together. And um, we went one time and got just like really... Um, overwhelmed and yeah. tired like we were young very young but we used to always go there was the best spot ever was right out the front of the iga in edelong mm-hmm. well yeah i always used to find they'd come out of the iga and they'd have change and yes. they'd just give it to you and so you get so I much money outside of an iga in springwood in the blue mountains did you oh mm-hmm. nice the iga is the spot i, I used to do back of the worst yeah guitar, just did like um What's that band? Black Keys just did that on guitar and people were giving heaps of money. I made so much one time. Yeah, I can't imagine cool. having to try and, and busking today with no one has cash. There's no change. Yeah. I know. I always want to give buskers money, mm. but I never have any change. Yeah. Gosh, we were like the last around. generation of buskers that I could know. actually get coins. Uh, I don't yeah. know how they do I wanted to also ask how you find the other creative parts of being a musician. So music videos, I mean, we talked about cover art before um, and also the social media side of things. What's your approach to that? 
Um, well, social media, I find extraordinarily difficult. <laughs> yeah. I am just terrible at mobile phones. I don't know what happened. Like I was born in 2000. I should be good at mobile phones. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I'm so terrible at Instagram. I never check it. I'm supposed to be in charge of TikTok. So you so you have delegated so social Jack media roles? Mother's is... meant to be TikTok. <laughs> I also stalked your TikTok the other day. It honestly convinced me I don't have it, but it honestly was like, it's that's not that bad. Maybe I maybe I should do it. Cool. You guys are convincing you do me. It, but yeah. It's fun. It's just, weird that you have to do it now. Yeah. But it's yeah, I think they're fun. Jack is a bit of an Instagram connoisseur. Really? He's really good at it. I'm horribly addicted to my phone. Oh. <laughs> this is the problem. Every day I'm like, I wanna start a detox, I want like I'm gonna wanna go a month without my phone, but it's a cop out, but being a musician, you can't go a month without your phone. You, you just li- DM Instagram DMs are now emails. You know, yeah. like that's literally how I get all my gigs. It's yeah. through Instagram. But yeah, in well, Instagram, yeah, I wouldn't be we, getting gigs. We yeah, actually look for supports. Yes, that's how you reach out. He tells me all the time. He tells me all the time. I need to up my social media game. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> the mystery is kind of fun. It's 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 pretty bad. I probably do. I do need to up my Instagram game. Does it doesn't seem seem oh. like you guys are pretty chill about it? I worry about TikTok. Oh, you do? No, you don't. I do. I worry that I don't do it and I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Since starting TikTok, have you noticed any growth as a band? Anything gone viral? Um, no. There was really. one TikTok that went viral, but it didn't have anything to do with the band. Yeah. Yeah. That's the irony. It's like. It didn't go viral. <laughs> Did I say viral? <laughs> <laughs> It has 21,000 like views. 21,000? And it has like 800 oh. likes. Come on, that's pretty good. Viral. That's viral. Viral re- re- <laughs> is a relative thing. Yeah, that's true. 800 people liked it. Like, that's pretty good. Now that can is they good. go and stream our music, please? It, it had more to do with chicken salt. <laughs> oh, I saw that one. That was good. That was like the eyeshadow or something. Yeah, I was like pretending it was an eyeshadow and it was chicken salt. That was salt. good. Oh, God. See. Okay, so you're hopping on the trends. I'd say you're embracing it. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're in the new. We might set some like uh, New Year's resolutions mm, for the band, mm, which yeah. could be a really healthy way of getting our stuff together. That's a good question. Do you have any other New Year's resolutions for the band that stick out? Ooh. Um, I want to go overseas. Ooh. We we do really want to go overseas yeah. with the band. I was going to ask about go the future of Jet City Sports Club. Yeah, we can get into so it. Now. Maybe that's a resolution. Mm. Maybe that's a future. You're plan. planting the seeds for yeah. that. I think it'll happen. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I can't wait to get you on after you've been overseas and ask you how you did that. Yeah. <laughs> we shall That'd see. Be yeah. <laughs> to be determined. You also, I've noticed you've got a lot of merch. We do I bought have my so first um, piece of merch from you guys the other week. Thank you. I've worn it a couple times since. <laughs> the black one with the white writing. Oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Very cool. I love that. Just have cool. you found that having merch, it's lucrative and it's a hundred percent. Oh yeah. That's how we make our money. Really? That's the yeah. number one way how you make money? Number one. That's absolutely. Yeah. Wow. We just did a t-shirt specifically for Lost Paradise. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a very true. limited mm-hmm. run. I was going to ask you about that, but we can get into it now. <laughs> Congrats playing Lost Paradise. Thank, Thank you. you. Would you say it's your biggest show so far? Yeah. I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be. That it, you probably will have played that by the time this is out. So, how was Lost Paradise? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Hope. sunny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You um, don't want it too sunny though, because you will die in the heat. I know. I I've been down there when it was like forty-two degrees. Although we went to Splendor last year, mm-hmm. and it was muddy and awful. Like 
so many people mm-hmm. know and i would way prefer it be 40 degrees <laughs> <laughs> and dry than muddy and gross mm-hmm. how did you get the lost paradise gig so there was a actually a lost paradise scout that came and saw us play mm-hmm. swell time it yeah. was it was, was it swell swell time? Time. i think that's how it came about um, yeah they yeah and then i don't know they just hit us up a few a little while later and said do you want to play and we were like yes freaked out yeah. wow, absolutely that's amazing. freaked out yeah so i'm i'm putting two and two together here because i spoke to someone after the show mm. but at the same time yeah i don't know that's amazing it's good to know that they're actually out and about and looking for new acts you know yeah that you got that on the lineup without a booking agent yeah i think that's a really good thing about lost paradise and i think it's finely tuned to book mm-hmm. it they seem really interested in local music instead of just going through like big companies to find artists that way like they're listening to what's going on which is cool yeah really good really good that's so exciting so did you find that out ages ago like have you had warning um Uh, when do we find out maybe halfway through the year or something like that did you just get a little email being like hey do you want to play last paradise yeah and that was another one of those yes dopamine and we just straight away yeah, because you know, like, three day over New Year's Eve—that's prime. Yeah, we yeah. all jumped time. on a FaceTime call and started screaming at each other. Yeah, it, was it was amazing. Pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing the first day of Lost Paradise. Yeah, we right? are. That's the, I reckon that's the best. Oh day my god, I'm so 100%. excited because I can't. I don't really can't drink around mm. singing, and so I'm just excited to play and, and then, then relax. Party. <laughs> yeah, so it's and like being relax. the opener. <laughs> For a band where you can play, relax, and then just watch oh, the headliner. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. There's so many benefits to being the opener. I Absolutely. Think. Like headliner, you've got to we... wait like six hours I know. before you can play and then relax and have a drink. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. Mm-hmm. We're the opening. We're the opening kings. We love opening. Yeah. <laughs> might be opening the whole festival. Like anyway, it's do you know awesome. where you are on the lineup yet, or you don't know? Uh, we do know. We got a good slot. Unrevealed. We, we got a good yeah. slot. Well, people may already know. Oh, I think the set times are out. We're on like five fifteen. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Five. I would call that the evening. It's good. I know. Whoa. Yeah, it's really I know. nice. That's super good. Oh. And it's pretty cool. I mean, there's only one big band stage, so we're yeah, on hopefully. the big band stage, which is cool. That's so fun. Yeah, we saw the capacity of the like stage that we're playing on. I was freaked out. Will that be the biggest <laughs> stage you've played on physically? Uh, probably, I'd say yeah. Probably, it's pretty yeah. big. Because it's the yeah. same one that... Who's the headliner this year? Um, or one of them. Loom, Foles oh, and yes. Dom Dollar. Nice. I also noticed that you played at Big Sound this year? Or am I wrong? Uh, um, we played a sideshow. So we weren't technically on the Big Sound lineup, but we played a like a sideshow at Big Sound that was... In Brisbane. In Brisbane yeah. during the time. Yeah. That is really interesting. So how come you decided to do that? Um, we got asked to join a bill that was like a it was sort of like a pre-party to Big Sound. Okay. And um, we were, we were looking for something like even if we weren't on the lineup, we were. I'm like, surprised you actually weren't in the in the real Big Sound. I think it's probably for the best this year. Interesting. I don't think we had enough to kind of be like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is us. As your but as now your like, you know, yeah. the... if we were to apply for it next year, have you been approached by industry people like booking agents and labels? to represent you and you're just holding off or we have been approached by a few yeah sort of in conversation with a couple just sort of like building relationships i think people kind of know that we're all right for the minute Mm, interesting you're kind of holding off i don't know yeah maybe maybe not maybe just 
we're just doing it. You mentioned as well that you're hoping to maybe go overseas next year. Do you have any other plans? What's the future hold for Jesse's Sports Club? Oh, we've got a couple of singles coming. Well, potentially an EP. Mm-hmm. Definitely an EP. Definitely. We've got one more, one more single and then an EP, which will have the last single. First half of the year? Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Definitely. February and then. Well, we better get cracking on some of that. <laughs> that soon. Two, anyway, two months away. The eight yeah, week, February six week then, lead yeah, up, no, eight week lead up. It so catches I mean, up to you and then you're like, oh no. The song's already ingested, oh, but nice. we haven't done any photos or videos sort of stuff. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. But it's ready to go. Plan is to keep playing heaps of gigs, keep trying to support bigger artists, to build fan base, mm-hmm. try and make it quite a bit more to Brisbane and Melbourne. We really want to try and build those areas specifically just because it's easy to get there. Yep. Um, we could go back and forth there driving, you know, with $10, not $10, but you know what I mean? It's a lot cheaper than going yeah. to Perth or... Total. Have you been to Perth? We yeah. have. You have. It was awesome. It was wow. really good. If it was yeah. more affordable, I think like... Yeah, could, 100%. Because obviously you've got to fly there. And the, you know, if the... the crowd were dope, like... Wow. If it was a, so a nice. band that was worth it asking us to come along with them, we would you really know, consider everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you feel pressure to keep up the momentum or to achieve things by within a certain time frame or do you feel like it's you're in a race against anything i I think this has been a big thing for me recently Mm -hmm. is trying to learn how to not do that Mm -hmm. i feel like this constant weight yes on the band that actually probably isn't there so i've been like trying to retrain myself into being like it's fine like it'll come Mm -hmm. things are moving yeah, things are going all right. Like, just don't have to rush anything. It's almost better when things happen later because you will have a more clear idea of where you're at artistically and your music will be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, even if we're like, God, why didn't we get that opportunity? Like, I remember maybe like a year ago, we'd be like reaching out for supports for bands that we thought like we were the perfect support. Like, wish we got this tour or blah 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 but then now i'm looking back and i'm like thank god we didn't because we were terrible live too green Mm. and the music wasn't there yet but now it kind of feels right yeah i think jack has um come a long way with this because he's definitely like it's been one week nothing amazing has happened (laughs) what is everything okay is this band you know and and then i'm like it's okay we got all this stuff happening i'm not sure if this is the right thing to say but it's interesting to see the dynamic between you two because it's clear that you carry a lot of this mental load within the band maybe of the pressure of succeeding and i see a lot of bands with that are like female fronted and often it's the female singer or whatever that is carrying the trying to drive the successes of the band but it's nice to see that you either you're both doing it but you or and you also are obviously carrying it as well and think a lot about it I think, yeah. yeah, well... I think we balance each other out pretty well because you definitely are... Um, like, obviously, we both are pushing, pushing, driving, driving, mm-hmm. but you are very much... Uh, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And I'm like, okay, let's just appreciate this. Let's take this one step at a time. Totally. Let's sort of... I get um, a bit obsessed with things, and yeah. I think yeah. it's good to have people around me that can just be like right relax Seb yeah. who plays bass and I th- is really good at that as well he yeah. nice have you both played in bands before you've been in this band um this is your first <laughs> like high band. school bands yeah. nothing like this is felt feels like serious, yeah just sort of high school bands or bands I tried to start with my friends or um yeah nothing serious 
Mm-hmm. This one felt right from the beginning. Like we'll we'll just 100%. chip away at it real hard and hope nice. for the best. I this think we all one. really went in with. We all came in from day one. We we're all like, "This is a very serious band. This is what we want mm. our lives to be." Like from day one, that's how we thought the band was. Is being a successful musician your number one dream in life? Both is that, or are you happy for it to be this thing that you're just going to see how it goes, or is it your definitely want to be yeah okay cool. a successful musician? Nice. Like I think. That success is an interesting. Yes, it's hard I've to. Got that real, that's yeah, like yeah. Success yeah. with the quotation, air quotation marks. What is your view of success, and what do you exactly think that equates? In I a think tangible if, sense, if even. we can um, tour the world and write music and um, experience like the world in a, from a musical sense, and like have people listen to our lyrics and enjoy our music all over the mm-hmm. world. I think that's success for me is definitely like the experience of it all. Yeah. And like playing on amazing stages and yeah. I think whilst the band has somewhat sent us a little bit broke here and there over the last couple of years, we've done things that we would never have done if it wasn't for being in a band, which I think is already very successful for me. You're probably already further than you even... And met people like yourself and like some of our best ever friends now are just people we've met so many in the good last friends. two years so crazy like how how many like amazing people and like great friends that we have mm. from just being in a band yeah we've touched on it a little bit but just to kind of finish up what would you say is the hardest part of being an emerging artist particularly in the australian music industry i think maybe finding balance mm. i mean that sounds so lame but <laughs> but I feel like you there's like I want to just be in a band full time all the mm-hmm. time and being an emerging artist is hard because you have to balance you have to live in a house and pay rent you have to you know be writing music all the time and yes. be on social media and play gigs and so you can but you have to find this like balance so that you can continue move, moving forward up i want to just ask you some quick important questions sure what gig do you regret not attending or oh i've I've actually got two that are very recent i'm so sad i didn't go to them one was tops oh and sweetie and i freaking love tops yes and body type played and really sweetie body type and no, sweetie. body type went no. on that lineup. body type did do a show recently that we missed oh. though what? Are you sure they went on the lineup? Yeah, very sure. No, yeah, I don't think they were. And the other one is the Ah La La's. Oh, oh yes. They were just in Australia. Oh, my God. I, they, oh, I don't I actually know them, so but much. I saw that poster going around. They're so good, and I can't believe I mean, I was just very burnt out, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But Do you go to many shows? Because obviously you're playing shows so regularly. You're watching the other artists that you're playing with that night. Are you also trying to go to other shows throughout the week? Uh, we go yeah, to a absolutely. lot of shows. Yeah, absolutely. Like if any of our friends' bands are playing, or just like, and I think that's yeah, nice. why I kind of miss these gigs, and I really regret it. But mm. I was just so burnt out and just couldn't, couldn't do it. <laughs> do you yeah. have any gigs you regret not going to? Um, Georgia Mulligan the other night <gasps> played. I would have loved to have seen that. I, um, I had tickets for that, and voice. then something else came out to play a gig. And but then she's so good. And then, oh, maybe Robbie Williams. 
Oh. Maybe Robbie Williams, <laughs> just to say that Classic. I was at Robbie Williams. <laughs> Not that I listened to Robbie Williams that much, but that, that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got to got to crack out angels every now and then. But <laughs> we watched the documentary because oh. our housemate had it on. What is your go-to pre-gig meal? Oh, oh, I actually usually wait till after. Yeah, but singer. that's I'm always. That that's what they tell you, right? They're like. Don't eat a big meal before because you know you get all like gassy. Yeah, and do I'm big always too nervous to eat or like got that high energy of like we've got to mm, do sound check. Adrenaline. It's like you finish the show and nothing's open anymore. And you've just had eight <laughs> beers. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. What is the biggest fuck up you've ever done during, on stage during or in between a song? Yeah, didn't something happen where we had to restart a song, which has never happened before? But it was a pretty big gig. <laughs> And we got, we just started playing and it was just like, no. uh, someone's capo was on the wrong fret or something. And it was like, there was a, it was our first song or something. There was a lot of people there. I don't Maybe remember. it was when we were playing with the vans or something up the coast and, oh God. In fact, you don't remember means it mustn't have been too traumatic. I, yeah. or maybe I think, you know, maybe the traumatic just ones locked are, it out. are yet to come. Restarting a song was my nightmare. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so bad. Do you feel you're across your taxes? Oh, absolutely not. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this can't go in the tax department. Oh, we <laughs> are Australian government, if you're listening. I know it's so lame to talk to other bands about taxes, but I'm like, this is the we shit that know no one do. knows. Yeah. But how else do you find out? We how... actually don't know what to do. Mm. And it's a bit worrying because this year our, the band's made more money than it ever has. Yeah, and um, no, we never we're put, still at a loss. We so never I put GST. Like... Or, that is true. We are definitely we, not making we, any money on yeah, paper. So Until you're making a profit, you don't feel too guilty not doing yeah, the taxes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know that when we're going to get called into the ATO and put in jail, but we'll see. Mm. <laughs> You'll yeah. be the first to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you this, but I was when I was watching you guys play... I was standing next to one of your super fans. I, he like came up to me and introduced himself. Oh, I thought that was like your partner or something no, when you came. Up. No, that's not. My, no, um, not that. No, he's, so he's just very nice. Together, I didn't know who he was, so I just assumed. <laughs> he was. Horrible. He was really nice. He came up to me and he was like, "Oh, like nice show." And then I was like, "Um." We just watch you guys together, and he yeah. was like, every, after everything, he was like, "This one's my favorite," or "This one." Like, he was giving me the backstories of every song, and I was like, "Have That's you guys? Are you so friends sick. with them?" And he was like, "No, I'm just." And he said, "I think he was like, Redfern Station's my favorite song,' and he's just been to oh, gigs." That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Although that's what makes it so. Yeah, I remember there was actually more than one per. Yeah, 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 we yeah. bought t-shirts together. Thank you <laughs> to that person. Yes. yes, that means a lot. There, he wasn't the only one. He there was. I feel like I don't know why I was in the like super fan group, was, <laughs> and there was a few people that were mouthing on your lyrics, and I don't know why. I just I feel like they seemed like they were fans, not friends. If that makes it was sense. a lot. I, it was actually probably nice, there was an like, overlap between fans. And I fans. think that was the first show where we were like, "There's maybe more people here that we don't know than we do know." That's which amazing. Was really cool. It was cool. Who'd be your dream band to support? Ooh, good question. Sugarbush. <laughs> actually we question. saw you know who i saw the other day who i found so inspiring and i freaking love them and i think right now they're my favorite band always that they're amazing they'd be cool to support and I oh my god playing yeah. with them would be amazing that's that's my most recent one that's i'd like to support 
Oasis. Oh, <laughs> just, just go the whole hog. Just give me that. Give me that Oasis too. Nice. If they ever were to come back together, you'd do that for free. But more realistically, yeah. Oh, exposure, hundred percent. You'd pay. There'd be some people I'd pay Arctic to support. Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, I'll yeah. pay you five hundred bucks an hour so that I can support you. Yeah, God, not, I'd really, pay not them, really. I'd but. pay them more than that. Yeah, true. It's, you'd get way more. <laughs> How than much fun. would you pay to play with? That's a good. <laughs> God. Support Oasis. Literally, like knowing the music industry, it wouldn't it won't be long before we're paying to, yeah. to support yeah, these probably. artists. Yeah, probably. True. Oh mm. god. Okay, last question. How will you know when you've made it? When we don't have to do anything but music. Nice. When we can wake up in the morning and you know whether we're just, like on tour or like just like it's a writing day or we're going to record or and we don't have to do anything except for everything related to music. That's sick. I think that's when we'll know we've made it. Mm. Are you the same? Mm, I think we've already done pretty well. I that's wouldn't good. say made it, but there's a lot of things that I didn't even expect that we could do in the first place that we've done. Yeah. That's, that's cool. the wanky answer. No. <laughs> but I think when I don't have to pour another beer. Yes. For yeah. Some yes. Dude. Yeah. Who <laughs> wants to abuse me. For me, it's for people for that some just dude. want to <laughs> chat for 40 minutes. On, at the bar. Oh, like that. I can't oh god! And I you just, just have to smile and nod and be like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, oh my, my god. god, I know. I think my success is measured by can I get a dog and when, mm. and <laughs> I don't have to pour beers anymore. But also, dog and touring. I feel like that's not a good mix. Yeah, you've got to wait till you can afford so bad, but to pay a dog sitter or something. Which yeah. is we've got a lot of family. Family. Oh, nice. That would want to look after. We'll just pay family. <laughs> I lied. There's actually one last question. Who should I have next on this podcast? Ooh, ooh. Um, Stumps would be cool. They're always good. They're fun. Yeah. They have a lot of knowledge about things and they are road dogs. (laughs) Like they they tour more than Mm. anyone. Um, uh, Caitlin Harnett would be great. Oh, yeah. That would be sick. They tour a lot as well. Just crack out the tequila. Mm. That's where I first saw you play. I've seen you play once before. Oh, with Caitlin Harnett. Um, at House of Music, at the House of Music and Booze. Yeah, cool. I feel like we flopped pretty hard that show. What? Yeah. I loved that show. Did you, Really? Yeah. It was busy. I liked that show. I went out into the crowd. Did a little sing thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Thank you so much. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I want to make so you much. keep... I'm so grateful we for your time. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much for coming us. on yeah. the podcast. Thank we'll you. hopefully continue more conversations.